Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, is perfect from ever, and is perfect forever. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not need you and I to praise Him for Him to be Al-Hamid. No, O servants of Allah. He was Al-Hamid before we praised Him. Allah did not need to create to be known as the Creator. He was Al-Khaliq before He subhanahu wa ta'ala created. He is perfect from ever and will be perfect forever. When we thank Him, O servants of Allah, this does not increase the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we refrain from thanking Him, and live a life in sin, this does not decrease from the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghaniyun hamid. Allah is independent. The owner of all bounty, and the owner of all praise. Allah doesn't need us, O servants of Allah. When we thank Allah, it is for our own benefit. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhannasu antumul fuqara'u ilallah. Wallahu huwal ghaniyul hamid. Listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O oh mankind, you are poor and dependent in comparison to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the independent. Allah is the independent. Allah says, If Allah willed, He will wipe you off the face of this earth. And replace you with another creation. Subhanallah. And then Allah most deservingly says, And that is not even difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. When we thank Allah, it's for our own benefit. We build our Jannah as a result. And thus the question begs to be asked, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, what is our condition with thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What is our placement with regards to this great sunnah, especially in this conference dedicated towards the revival of the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Right? We need to ask ourselves these real questions because inshallah we have come here for real change. You being here in this venue is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make this a bountiful worship. Where you go home with magnanimous benefits from this get together. From this coming together. Environments such as this, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, are gatherings that are surrounded by angels. These gatherings that have come together to learn from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us. A hadith in Sahih Muslim. He says, there's no group of people, yourself and myself, that have come together to learn from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and learn from the lessons of this book and the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam all together, except that Allah blesses them with four gifts. The first gift, Allah causes contentment to befall the gathering. I'm sure you all know that because 
There's a lot of sleep in the eyes of the people. See this contentment that's falling? Now I think your contentment is from the rice you had for lunch. He says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that contentment befalls this gathering. And this gathering, Allah causes it to be engulfed in Allah's mercy. And Allah causes angels to surround this gathering. And Allah is so proud of us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this gathering to the angels that are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. Imagine Allah mentioning you by name to his angels, to Jibreel alayhi salam. Expressing how proud he is of you for taking out time to learn from the inheritance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the reality of this gathering. It's imperative, brothers and sisters, that you do not go home except that you have taken points of change with you. And you have a strong resolve to make a positive impact in your life. And effect positive change in your home, in your school, in your environment, in your country. Because this is who we are, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam. We are from the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. An ummah that never came to this world to beg in front of other nations and ask them what they can do for us. Rather, we are an ummah that came to take from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and give to the people. This is who we are, O servants of Allah. This is, Islam has an unprecedented honor, an intrinsic honor. And you and I have to ask ourselves, what is preventing us from ascertaining this honor? For indeed, Allah says, فَإِنَّ الْعِزَّةَ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا That indeed, all of honor is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want honor in our life. We're looking for honor in our life, O servants of Allah. All of honor is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah has placed honor in Islam, in being a Muslim, in following the footsteps of Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in being a thankful servant as he was sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is our condition, O servants of Allah? Are we those people who have been plagued with the disease of saying, I put food on my table. And it was my skill that paved way for this result. And it was my effort. And it was my intelligence that got this deal sealed. It was my study and my hard work and my application in the exam that made me pass my exams. Is this who we are? For if this is the case... Then hadari hadari, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us. For the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was to say, all praises belong to Allah who inspired me to be diligent in my examinations and inspired me to study for my examinations and decreed upon me a pass. And it was the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to say, all praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who showered upon me beneficial sustenance. This was the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to attach everything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not attach any success to himself. And this was the ultimate way of showing thanks and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah protect us from heedlessness because my dear brothers and sisters, some of the speech that we hear from people amidst us is indeed a great act of heedlessness. And at the beginning of my talk, I praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for certain faculties, for our heart, for our ability to see, and our ability to hear. And it wasn't done in random. 
I did it with purpose to highlight this point of heedlessness. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rebukes those who are heedless when he says in his book, in Surah Al-A'raf, وَلَقَدْ ذَرَأْنَا لِجَهَنَّمَ كَثِيرًا مِّنَ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنسِ لَهُمْ قُلُوبٌ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ أَعْيُنٌ لَا يُبْصِرُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ آذَانٌ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا أُولَئِكَ كَالْأَنْعَامِ بَلْ هُمْ أَضَلُّ أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْغَافِلُونَ الله سبحانه وتعالى says that we have certainly created the hellfire for many of the jinn kind and many of mankind. Why, Ya Allah? Why? Because they have hearts, but they do not understand. They have hearts which physically beat, but hearts which are spiritually dead. And they have eyes which physically see but eyes which are spiritually blind. And they have ears which physically hear, but their ears are sadly spiritually deaf. Allah says about these people, who don't thank Allah using their hearts, and don't thank Allah using their ears, and don't thank Allah using their eyes. Allah says about them, that these people are like livestock. And Allah says, nay, they worse than livestock. Worse. Why? Ibn Kathir rahimahullah mentions that livestock actually listen to the one looking after the herd. Allah says these people in heedlessness are worse than cattle. Why? Because they are heedless. They are heedless. They know about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but they act as if they don't know. They know the coming of the hour is near, but they act as if they don't know about the hour. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the coming of the hour is close. The coming of the hour to mankind is close, but they are in a state of heedlessness and rejected because of this heedlessness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Ameen. Ameen. So ultimate success, my dear brothers and sisters, is in praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in attributing and associating all your successes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for this is the way of the believer. All praises belong to Allah, for the wonderful husband Allah has blessed me with. And inshallah, our husbands are wonderful. And all praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for the wonderful wife that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed me with. And inshallah, all our wives are wonderful. And we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our children. And we never ever deny Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or recognizing that everything happens because of the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, this whole concept of tying everything back to Allah was the way of the best people that walked the face of this earth. I just told you what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Aisha radiallahu anha. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his book tells us about our second father. Who's our second father? Nuh alayhi salam. Nuh alayhi salam is our second father. Because when the flood hit, no one survived except those that were with Nuh alayhi salam in 
that which he built, alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised Nuh alayhi salam in rank and says, innahu kana abdan shakura. That indeed, Nuh alayhi salam, Nuh alayhi salam was a thankful slave. A thankful slave. And with regards to the father of the prophets, Ibrahim alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ إِبْرَاهِيمَ كَانَ أُمَّةً قَانِتًا لِلَّهِ حَنِيفًا وَلَمْ يَكُ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ شَاكِرًا لِأَنْعُمِهِ اِجْتَبَاهُ وَهَدَاهُ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ And then Allah says, وَآتَيْنَاهُ فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَإِنَّهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ لَمِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, Ibrahim alayhi salam was a comprehensive leader, devoutly obedient to Allah, inclining towards the truth, and he was not of those who associated partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah says, he was grateful for his favors. Ibrahim was thankful to Allah for the favors that Allah bestowed upon Ibrahim alayhi salam. Shakiran li an'umi. Allah says, Allah chose him and guided him to a straight path. And Allah says, and we have given him good in this world. And indeed in the hereafter, he will be from amongst the righteous. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with him in Jannah. Ameen. Ameen. So my dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the way of the best people who walk the face of this earth. And when we look at them and they thanking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we see that they were people that Allah increased for. Ibrahim made dua to Allah for a son for many years. And the scholars of tafsir say when he was 90, according to a view, Allah blessed him with Ismail. And he was thankful for Ismail, using his tongue and in action, because we know he put a knife to the neck of Ismail alayhi salam upon the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he was thankful from his heart. He was thankful from his heart. And he was thankful with his tongue. We know the takbir of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illa Allahu, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. Such an amazing praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept it for generations after Ibrahim. And we celebrate the takbir of Ibrahim alayhi salam yearly, yearly during the days of hajj. This man, Ibrahim alayhi salam, thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when... He was 100 years of age, according to a view of the scholars, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with Ishaq. And he thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah increased for him as a result. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, Al-Wahidul Qahar, blessed him with bounties never seen by other prophets. For instance, he became the father of the prophets. Why? Because every prophet after Ismail and Ishaq were from the lineage of Ismail and Ishaq. The children of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Every prophet was from the lineage of Ishaq alayhi salam except Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam who was from the lineage of Ismail alayhi salam. But all prophets 
after Ibrahim are from the lineage of Ibrahim alayhi salam. What a great increment Allah showered upon Ibrahim alayhi salam. And from the bounties Allah gave to this thankful slave, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lifted mass punishment. No nation after Ibrahim alayhi salam was wiped out in entirety. Subhanallah. This is from the, the blessings of Ibrahim alayhi salam. And once again we say, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with him in Jannah. They understood, O servants of Allah, that you know what? We're not supposed to live life till the grave. We need to live life till beyond the grave. Excuse my English, but it sounds nice. We need to live life till beyond the grave. This is the reality of a believer. When you take a step in this dunya, ripples should happen in your akhirah. Because as a Muslim with iman, you are connected to your akhirah. You, there's a connection. There's a connection. Just like when you, when you throw a stone into a pond, and the ripples move to the end of the pond, you know that there's a connection between that end of the pond and this end of the pond. Why? Because the ripples from this end reach the other end. And it's amazing. The, the fuqaha discussed this long time before. Some of the scholars used to say that we know a large quantity of water by throwing something into the pond. If the ripples reach the other end, we say it's a small quantity of water. And if impurities fell into this end of the pond, then we say the other end of the pond has received the impurity as well. Amazing, the scholars of the past. But coming back to our discussion, we should live our life in this world connected to our hereafter. When we speak, movement should happen in our Jannah. When we eat, movement should happen in our Jannah. When we work, movement should happen in our Jannah. When we worship, movement should happen in our Jannah. When we walk, movement should happen to our Jannah. A sign that we are connected. We are connected to our paradise. We live life till beyond the grave. We understand that Allah increases for the one who thanks Him. And it's not only an increment specific to the paradigm of this dunya. Rather, it surpasses the dunya. For when Allah increases for us, our Jannah is also becoming beautiful. This is what it is, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam. When you say, Alhamdulillah, it's not a matter of your one Ringgit becoming two in this dunya. It's also a matter of your one tree becoming two in Jannah. May Allah grant us the highest stages of Jannah. Ameen. Ameen. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, with regards to substantiating what I've just said, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ That if you are thankful, Allah will increase for you. If you are thankful, Allah will increase for you. I have five minutes left, my dear brothers and sisters. I want to share with you a little bit about the ayat I read at the beginning of this talk. Ayat from Surah An-Naml. Ayat from Surah An-Naml. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And we certainly gave Dawood and Sulaiman knowledge. And when we gave them this gift, they said, Praise is due to Allah. They thanked Allah. Who has favored us over many of his believing servants. And then, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to mention because of the thanks of Sulaiman, greater gifts which Allah gave him. The gift of having control over the dominion. Allah made the birds subservient to Sulaiman and made the jinn subservient to Sulaiman alayhi salam. And not just any jinn, O servants of Allah. Jinn 
that could bring an entire throne from a distant land to Sulaiman alayhi salam quicker than the blink of an eye. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. This is what Allah gave Sulaiman control over. He was a thankful slave. And Sulaiman or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions about Sulaiman and what Allah gave him in that Sulaiman one day went out on a journey with his army and they walked across a valley of ants. And an ant saw Sulaiman and his army and the ant said, Oh ants, enter your home so that Sulaiman and his army did not trample over you whilst they perceive not. How amazing was that for Sulaiman to hear? That was another gift from Allah to him because of his gratitude. But what does he say, Subhana Rabbi al-A'la? He smiles. He smiles when he hears this ant saying what it said. And he knows that this is from Allah's gifts upon him, that he could hear what this ant said. And he says, alayhi salam, my Lord, enable me to be grateful for your favor which you have bestowed upon me and upon my parents and to do righteousness of which you approve and admit me by your mercy into the ranks of your righteous servants. La ilaha illallah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala later tells us that Sulaiman alayhi salam says, after the jinn brought this mighty throne quicker than the blink of an eye, he says alayhi salam, that this is from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon me. To test me. To test me. Whether I will be thankful or whether I will be ungrateful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from being ungrateful, O servants of Allah. Let us live our life till beyond the grave. And let us be thankful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the waking of every day and the sleeping of every night. And before ending off, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, I would like to celebrate a hadith of thanks in the sunnah with you all. And that is the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he said, Man la nas, la That the one who cannot thank the people cannot thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. That if you want to thank Allah, become a person who thanks other people. Because thanking people is from the lesser thanks. And if you fail with the lesser thanks, then you will definitely fail with the greater thanks. And that is when you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So from this podium, in a conference that is very emotional for me, being a director of Mercy Mission, and that this conference has happened many times in many countries in the world, but believe it or not, this is the first time I've attended a Tunza Faith conference. And that's why I was telling the brothers, mashallah, that Malaysia has been sweet. It's been sweet, mashallah. From the outset, O servants of Allah, in celebrating this hadith, as I see these wonderful brothers and sisters that inspire me, I would like to thank Mercy Mission and my team members, for your excellence. By Allah, I have seen excellence in you all. In your sleepless nights, in your precision execution of your tasks, in your selflessness, in your care for the guests that have come, in your care for all these wonderful people who I love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here in the audience. I thank you all 
for this excellence and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from you. Truly, I have no words except to say that your rewards are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala insha'Allah. And I also extend from this podium a hand of gratitude to this beautiful country Malaysia for allowing me safe passage and the chance to enjoy the Malaysian hospitality, mashallah. And I thank you all, my dear brothers and sisters, my dear fathers and mothers. As I said, I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's been a dream of mine to come and meet you all again. Believe it or not, this is my fourth trip to Malaysia. It's been a dream of mine to come meet you all again. Jazakumullah khairan for attending and lending me your attentive ear. And I pray that Allah makes this gathering one which hears a good word and follows it. And last but not least, and we leave the best for last. I extend thanks to my dearest parents and my special spouse and wonderful children for their patience and support in allowing me to do what I do with great application. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve us all in his obedience and make us from the thankful ameen. I love you all for the sake of Allah, my dear brothers and sisters. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to make this gathering of ours a last. I ask him to gather us many a time in this world before gathering us underneath his arsh on the day of Qiyamah, before gathering us in Jannah with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Ibrahim alayhi salam, so we can sit together and discuss with them one fine humid afternoon in Malaysia where we sat together in a wonderful venue discussing the lessons from the lives of these prophets and the importance of being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything correct said is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's perfect and any mistakes are from myself and shaitan and I seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. Hada wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.